Shrewsbury out to silence the Pompey chimes, FA Cup fever for Telford and Drayton on a roll. All this and more in this week's pod. I'm Todd Nash, I'm here with Shrewsbury Town reporter James Garrison and AFC Telford reporter Matt Viney. We'll start with Shrewsbury Town and James, uh, it was a bit of a backs-to-the-wall win against Walsall at the weekend. Very much so, Todd. Certainly in the first 25 minutes of that game, Shrewsbury, Shrewsbury really struggled to, to make any inroads at all. They were uh, one and surely outmanoeuvred by Walsall, who could easily have been three or four up by the time Paul Parry gave Shrewsbury a, a 25th-minute lead. Chris Wheel absolutely outstanding in the Shrewsbury goal. In fairness to to town after that that Parry goal had put them ahead, they they did settle down a little bit, and the, the remaining 65 minutes of the game was a pretty even encounter. Both sides having chances to to get the second goal, but it was a huge win for Shrewsbury, and it was certainly a day when the uh, result outshone the performance. Yeah, I managed to switch on to that one on Sky um, about 10 minutes in, at which point the commentators were saying it could have been about 3-0 were it not for Chris Wheel. So it was a real absolute masterclass for him, wasn't it? Yeah, I think he missed a pretty shaky start from Shrewsbury by switching on after after 10 minutes. Yeah, Chris Wheel was outstanding. He's, he's been steadily improving for me all the way through. There's been quite a few games where he hasn't been overly called upon, but everything he's had to do has been very dependable and, and very reliable. So... He'd been improving all the while and it reached a real peak on, on Sunday. Three or four super saves in the in the first half in particular. Another good save from George Barrowman in the second half. So, yeah, Shrewsbury were very grateful to their goalkeeper for the for the win. Um, also a little bit of fortune. Warsaw did hit at the bar, as did Shrewsbury. So, it was a, it was an entertaining game for the for the Sky cameras to uh, to come down and, and watch the new books at uh, the new books head. I'll get that right at the Greenhouse Meadow um, and. Yeah, I'd have thought most most of the viewers would have been uh, pretty royally entertained. And how important a win was that for Shrewsbury? Because it had been a little bit of a, a poor run of form, hadn't it? And yeah. Hopefully that'll sort of jolt them back up into form now. Absolutely huge win. There'd been games early on in the sequence where they, they I think it was one win in ten. The games early on in the sequence where they played well and not got what they deserved. Then performances had dipped a little bit, so it was reaching a worrying a worrying point. They were dropped into the bottom four on Saturday night and. Graham Turner since admitted he was embarrassed at, at seeing Shrewsbury in the bottom four after results elsewhere on Saturday. So, yep, they're up five places to 16th now and they can head to Portsmouth tomorrow with uh, with real hope and yeah, confidence. And does this game against Portsmouth kind of show how far they've come? I mean, it was only four years ago, was it, that F, um, Portsmouth won the FA Cup? They did, 2008, beat Cardiff in the final. I think it shows, shows two things. Eight shows how deep the financial problems have been at Portsmouth. They've had a real fall from grace over the last two years but yeah credit to Shrewsbury also shows how far they're coming they're mixing it with some illustrious company this season aren't they the likes of Sheffield United Portsmouth both former Premier League clubs and and yeah I mean it'd be a good day for for Shrewsbury and their fans have not been down to Fratton Park for for 23 years and it's a bit of an old institution isn't it Fratton Park an old-fashioned ground and certainly one of the uh, more traditional grounds in on the English circuit. I think uh, having been there, traditional is one way of putting it. <laughs> <laughs> I've never actually been there. It's actually a new ground for me on Saturday, so I'm, I'm looking forward to it, but by the sound of what you're saying, maybe I shouldn't be looking forward to it too much. Um, well, I'd just suggest that the uh, the Shrewsbury fans make sure they go to the toilet before they go to the ground. Excellent. Rather than Good at half-time, if possible. Good but, advice. Um, Graham Turner should have some returning options uh, up front as well on Saturday, is that right? Yeah, we spoke to him yesterday, and Touchwood, clean bill of health. Um, Joe Jacobson, Played part of a reserve game at Wolves, which ended a 4-0 defeat on Tuesday. So he's available. If Turner wants to opt for him at left-back and move Matt Richards into, into back into centre midfield, that's an option open to him. And the, the the major boost has come at the other end of the pitch with Terry Gornell and Sam Winnell, both back available now. They've been injured for the last couple of weeks and it's left 
Shrewsbury a little bit light on forward options. Paul Parry was shifted up there and obviously scored the winner against against Warsaw. So Graham may well decide to go with Marvin Morgan and Paul Parry again, but I'm sure he'll be relieved and pleased to have, have those two options available to him. Thanks, James. And we'll move on to AFC Telford. And uh, maybe it was slightly the opposite in that, you know, it's quite a good performance from what I hear from Telford, but they didn't get the result that they were after. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, I think they were, uh, the frustrating thing really was that aside from two set pieces, which they switched off from, they, they more than matched Grimsby. They, uh, they gave them a really good game. But uh, two centre-backs scored um, from free kicks. Uh, Sindham wasn't particularly pleased about that. Aside from that, they were they were equals of a side that are really expected to challenge for promotion this season. So, uh, yeah, disappointing result, particularly on the bounce uh, on the back of two uh, two wins on the spin before that. But a lot of uh, encouraging signs. They, they they didn't didn't give in when they were two one down at half time. Uh, really gave them a, a tough game in the second half. Leslie uh, Stephen Leslie came close on a couple of occasions. James Spray had a great chance um, to equalise in stoppage time and really wasn't far away. So uh, even though they've lost, people are still tentatively talking about Telford and playoffs in the same sentence, which is which has got to be yeah, possibly a little premature, but it's got to be an encouraging sign. Yeah, it's always a uh, bonus to be up there and in the mix, isn't it? I and mean, was it Andy Sinton saying that you know he he thought that Telford perhaps could have enough to stay in that sort of top half this season? Yeah, he, he's, I think um, I think understandably um, both the players, players and manager are keen to play down talk of a top five finish at the moment but certainly he feels that they, uh, they, they should be able to maintain a, well they, they could maintain a top ten um, position obviously there are a lot of intangibles uh, they've had horrendous injury problems if, if that rears his, his head again then that's going to have a bearing but um, as long as they keep everyone fit it doesn't seem any reason why they couldn't be in and around those places and you'd have to say based on the performances they've put in so far then they're, they're on merit so why not it was great to see a uh, bumper crowd down at the New Bucks Head on Saturday as well, wasn't it, as part of a uh, non-league day? Yeah, it was easily the biggest uh, attendance of the season. I think that the previous one before that was, was about 2,000, it was just under 2,350 um, on a non-league day, so it obviously worked. Grimsby took a large contingent, as they were expected to do, but even bearing that in mind, it was uh, it was certainly the, the biggest home attendance uh, that they've had all season, and uh, it, it was a good atmosphere and a good game. And Telford were back in action as well on, uh, was it Tuesday night against Airbus? They were, yeah. A lot of um, the, I suppose what you expect is that the first team regulars were, were rested, um, although some, some did get a, a valuable 90 minutes. The, the, the point of the game really was to give players who have perhaps been on the fringes um, and, and those that are coming back from injury uh, a much needed 90 minutes or, or 65 or however many they got. Um, Ryan Valentine, is, uh, he came through 65 minutes and was, was substituted. He looks like he's uh, he's back in the squad this Saturday, which will be a big boost because he definitely gives them something on the the left hand side. Uh, Chris Sharp completed his first ninety minutes since July, been battling his way back um, from a hernia operation and scored twice as well. So he's 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 admitted he's still got quite some way to go before he's back to his best, but he, he's obviously um, well on the way to recovering his form. Dan Preston got twenty five minutes. He's obviously coming coming back from a three game ban, uh, rolled his ankle and was withdrawn as a precaution. Um, due to be assessed um, before the game, but he's expected to, to play some parts. And uh, since it's actually what well, he, he believes, he'll have the luxury of naming an 18-man bench for the, the cup tie, which is uh, some achievement given that against Gateshead only a few weeks ago they couldn't fill a 14-man squad. So that is an achievement. 18 men on the bench. <laughs> Indeed, that yeah. is a big yeah. bench yeah, they've so got going on there bench, at the yeah. New Bucks Head. Maybe, maybe I should have said 18-man <laughs> squad. Um, no, no way to recover, but. Um, 
yeah, they should be should be able to put eighteen names on the team sheet. Yeah, so those eighteen men are going to be sitting on the bench for the FA Cup fever this weekend. It's going to be an extended bench. An extended bench Extra indeed, <laughs> and it's um, a few familiar faces with uh, non-eaten the opposition. Yeah, um, one less than than uh, in the previous encounter. Uh, Cole Perry is set to miss the the game. He's, he's playing for Hereford on loan at the moment. But uh, yeah, there'll there'll be four familiar faces. Um, we always like to make a, a big deal of it. Um, Telford uh, again playing down the sort of the, the the Xbox link. I think they just want to concentrate on getting into the next round and hopefully getting one of the. Uh, uh, League One or League Two big boys, but uh, but yeah, it's uh, it'll be interesting to see how they perform coming back to the New Books Head. They obviously beat Telford in the league away from home, but it's a different you know, different proposition coming to Shropshire. Great, thanks, Matt. And uh, we'll move on to our lower league clubs. And uh, Market Drayton, James, are beating him nine games on yeah. a roll. On an absolute roll, Todd. Yeah, they're, they're going fantastically well in Evo Stick League Division One South. Up to eighth in the table ahead of tomorrow's trip to to Stanford, which is a fantastic achievement when you think they're obviously a, a, a relatively small club in that league. I've noticed this week that Northwich, who are one place above Market Drayton, have signed John Macken. John Macken. John Macken, blast from the past. That they, is a uh, blast from the past. Yeah, but a good player in his day. And was it Man City? Yeah, Man City, Preston, and more recently, well, I think he was playing in the League One regularly for Warsaw last year. So shows the calibre of player that Drayton are up against week in, week out, and they're doing ever so well. They're, as you say, nine unbeaten in the league, two home wins this week. Uh, beat Loughborough 4-1 on Saturday. Kids Grove 2-0 Tuesday night. They head to Stanford tomorrow. Stanford are a big side at that level. They're third and, men- and really expected to to get promotion so it's a big challenge for market trading but hopefully they'll rise to it and maybe they can use the famous Telford 18 man bench to help them do that <laughs> well we do wish market Drayton well as well as all of our other Shropshire teams this weekend and we'll be back next week for the next edition of the Shropshire Football Podcast <laughs>